Hello, I'm Ona Merku and welcome to Reimagining Capital Projects. Today's discussion will focus on the role and innovation technology plays in the delivery and assurance of major programmes. And I'm delighted to be joined by two of my PwC colleagues. Camilla Butrago, a project controls expert within PwC's capital projects team with over 18 years of experience in delivering and advising complex programmes across the infrastructure, water utility and nuclear sectors. And Jean-Marie Vitesse, or GM, a program assurance specialist within PwC's assurance practice. He has almost 20 years' experience in program assurance, project-based learning, and project controls on large, complex projects across Europe and the Middle East. Welcome to you both. Thank you very much. Very pleased to be here. Thank you very much. So let's jump straight in. Uh, GM, large capital programs in the UK have received a lot of attention in the press over the last year for a variety of different reasons. Uh, based on your experience, uh, what are the key issues that modern projects and programs are facing? Uh, modern capital projects are becoming larger and more complex and uh, therefore more exposed to sophisticated and interrelated risks. Uh, when we think about why do projects fail, there are different issues contributing to value erosions in projects. For example, one of the reasons is a lack of understanding of project sponsors' requirements uh, and consequent lack of scope definitions or sometimes we see poor productivity or ineffective project control, just to name a few reasons. Uh, all these issues fall into the area of bad project execution, but bad project execution is not always the only reason for project failure. In my view, one of the root causes, uh, which is persistently underestimated, is the unrealistic expectation of project success, which is driven by too optimistic project baselines. Project baseline is a term we hear a lot about. Um, Camillo, in simple terms, what is a project baseline and what role does project controls play in its creation and management? Well, initially, I would like to start with, with what a baseline is not. So baseline is not a document. Baseline is not a report. Baseline, it is not a graphic. So baseline is an integrated set of data that will, in a, in a very simplistic way, will be used as a charter to understand what is going to be done and the costs, the time, and the risks involved in that program. So essentially what you're saying is that a project baseline sets the starting point of control on a project. Yes, correct, because you cannot control what you cannot measure. So imagine a baseline is, is like a line in the sand that is going to allow you to monitor and control progress of a project, and it's like a snapshot, a snapshot as dif at different points in time compared to the snapshot at the beginning of the program. So um, project controls is a combination of different pieces. Uh, first, of all is, first of all is putting together this baseline, this, um, this initial snapshot, and then it's about maintaining it once established. So, um, so once you have the data, you need to have some processes in place in order to control that set of data. You also need to have the people implementing those processes, and you need to have systems where the data is going to be held. So at the end, the end, the end goal is to provide accurate information with a defined frequency, um, which is going to allow the stakeholders to understand the progress of a program against the baseline and that then make decisions based on it. I can't agree more with you, Camilo. Uh, project leadership team needs to have the right information at the right time on a program scope, cost, schedule, and risk. Um, to be able to respond to the challenges we talked before and with fast decision making. Uh, I think that having a reliable baseline in, in place is therefore critical for the project delivery because uh, this, this allows early identification of issues uh, so that potential cost overruns and delays are identified, uh, resolved or mitigated as soon as possible. So 
access to information at the point of need on a project is obviously key to a success. So exploring this a bit further, Camilla, what does good look like for a project control environment where it can drive valuable and impactful data insights? Well, there are a couple of things you can check initially to do like easy tests to understand if there are good practices of project controls in, in a project or a program. So the first one is if you see that the key stakeholders are receiving reliable information on time and they are making decisions based on that accurate information. Uh, the other hint would be if you see the project controls and the PMO teams uh, not spending a lot of time crunching the data, validating data and so on but more like um, they spend more time adding intelligence to the data and spotting trends of, of the future. Um, also, when you see that the technology used in project controls is adequate um, to, is, um, adequate to the size and complexity of the yep. program. Um, and also when you see that the, the program teams are using the same source of data um, to use so you mean a so you mean a common data environment really is what you're talking about? Y yes, correct. Because all this demonstrates demonstrates integration across the teams, and then the leaders um, and that the leaders are actually driving the project rather than being passive passengers. GM, is this something that you see a lot of? Uh, I think a lot of progress has been made in the industry in recent years, especially with the introduction of new software tools to manage costs, schedule, and risk. Uh, these tools uh, are amazing and allow the project team to manage a huge volume of data, but I think there is still some improvement needed, especially from a process and a human factor standpoint. Um, in the short terms, what that means is that I've seen quite often a project being run uh, with inadequate skills or organization size to run effective project controls or sometimes I've seen inconsistent use of processes, for example, cut-off dates to uh, gather and develop uh, reporting, or in other cases, inconsistent use of coding structure or lack of structure change control between baseline reviews. That, that's really interesting because I think you're touching on a common theme that's come across on this podcast in the past, which is about sort of the capability gap we see on projects around data analysis. Uh, I, I guess, GM, from your point of view, um, this is why adequate baseline assurance is so important. Um, the decision taken by project and, and team and leadership uh, at baseline stage are critical and they can influence all the entire project outcome. Uh, therefore, baseline assurance helps the project team and leadership in gain and restore their level of confidence in the program deliverability and improve their transparency uh, in their decision-making process. Uh, for this reason, I think and strongly believe that baseline assurance should be a mandatory requirement to underpin successful project delivery. In my view, a baseline product should not be considered complete until a full assurance process has taken place. Is this a view that has been sh is shared by all major project organizations? Uh, this is a very good point. In my experience, although the importance of baseline assurance is recognized by the organizations, uh, the assurance activities are too often considered uh, as an afterthought and come to lay into the process uh, to add value. I think that investing the right amount of resources and time in getting a project baseline right will it pay you back in the future and increase the chance of a successful project delivery. Is, is it more than a time and resource issue? Um, um, do you have examples, for example, uh, on major complex programs where you've applied these assurance practices? Uh, we can talk about the recent experience of a baseline review that we conducted on a major European railway project. Uh, like all modern capital projects, this project involved numerous stakeholders, project disciplines, and a very ramified and complex supply chain. 
And as you can imagine also, the baseline review was a very complex exercise. Did you have a framework you followed to deliver this? Yeah, I mean, to face this complexity, uh, in PwC we have developed a baseline review methodology um, where we work together with the client side by side in a very integrated project assurance environment using a three stages approach. Uh, so in the first stage, we started with stakeholders interviews and shallow dial reviews to understand the project and identify area of criticalities. Uh, then once identified those areas, we have defined um, uh, area for deep dive testing. And during the deep dive testing, uh, we were able to identify and articulate all the key project issues and provide recommendations for improvement. And then finally, using our uh, tested and sc scoring methodology, we have uh, then assigned a rating to each project function and uh, project cost component and then provided uh, a baseline confidence statement uh, to senior management to inform the decision making uh, and the baseline approval. So again, that, that approach um, seems very data driven. Um, Camillo, how does a data enabled project controls environment support an approach like that? Well, you see, so for me, technology is at the heart of all these type of analysis. Like, for instance, in, in highly complex projects of natural interest with innumerable variables that can affect the project, it's only natural to involve numerous organizations, from the executive owners all the way down to the teams doing design drawings or to or pouring concrete on site. Sure. So all this represents like a, a constantly increasing amount of sources of data coming from, from different systems, and usually these systems are not aligned, as, as Jamaria was, was pointing out. So the, the technology tools developed in the last five to 10 years are the ones who are allowing the integration of these disconnected sources of data. And that's what actually untapping the value of all the data collect, um, collected, and then you can generate the right insights from that set of data. So the beauty of this is that this applies not only to baseline assurance, but also to process the data coming from a construction site. So the end-to-end -end connection of data is how I see the future of this project controls industry. I, I totally agree with you. Uh, baseline assurance is factual and evidence-based and uh, data play a critical role. Uh, a key characteristic of a reliable ba baseline is that the, the baseline is consistent, accurate and complete. Uh, and all the data underpinning its product are complete as well. So I guess in many situations, it all comes down to the quality and consistency of project and program data. Um, the golden thread, so to speak, throughout the life cycle of the program, Camilo? Well, yeah, well, I really like the concept of golden thread. So um, project execution and, and delivery involve uh, a lot of teams, as just Maria was just mentioning. And in the example of a construction project, this includes the site, so the design, the quantities, the physical stuff, the commercial information, the financial info, project controls info, so all the progress coming from site, the schedule, the risks, and so on. So imagine this as different layers of information above the physical stuff, which means adding more dimensions to the 3D world of a physical asset. Do you have a concept that kind of brings this a bit to life? Yeah, true. So uh, a concept I have used recently uh, to explain how I imagine this is going to work in the future is this, the concept of the smart cloud. So imagine an evolution of the concept of, of the cloud as it is now. Uh, that allows vertical integration across the layers of data I previously described. Then uh, that allows the communication between systems and the integration of data, but moreover, it's going to add intelligence to the data. So um, visualize this smart cloud as a big computer brain sitting above a construction site, 
connecting all the data collected. So uh, with this concept, I think it's easy to visualize how the data connects all the stakeholder across the value chain, but also across time, because you are going to be saving the information with, with a, a, a frequency. So I see the future of project controls as the smart connection of these different sets of data, which will then properly work as a golden thread across areas and across time. I quite like the smart cloud metaphor, Camilo. I think it makes it very easy to understand a very much debated topic also in baseline assurance, uh, which is the need for a golden thread. Uh, one of the key testing that we perform when we assure a baseline is to verify whether a clear link, uh, the golden thread, uh, has been established acro across the project functions. And this link, uh, in fact, allows the traceability of the data across the baseline products and back to the project sponsor's requirement and also increase the confidence that there are no gaps or misalignment in the project baseline. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. And I, I think that, that the point of the linking it back to requirements really, really resonates with me. I guess we're almost out of time. Uh, so I <clears throat> one main question for you both. So imagine if you were going to speak to the head of a major program organization tomorrow, what are the key messages on controls and baselining you'd want them to walk away with, uh, Camilo? Well, that is a tricky one, but I think I think one of the most important things I would say is we need to make the companies tech enabled. So we need to be able to attract the best talent in the market, saying that project controls and project management are going to integrate technologies like artificial intelligence, augmented reality, virtual reality. These kind of things are is going to attract the, the uh, young um, or the young skillful people. That would be the first message. And the second would be about the agility of construction companies to incorporate the changes being driven by these technologies. Uh, in simple terms, I would say plan effectively your baseline to get it right up front uh, because this is, will help you drive value for money and the more efficient and effective use of project resources and uh, also will help you mitigate downside risks during construction phase. How do we do that at PwC? Well, we simply provide our clients with confidence on the baseline and uh, resilience on how they will deliver it. I think that's a, a great place to, to leave it for today. Um, my thanks to both Camillo and GM for their chat and insight. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you. And thank you all for listening. Um, we will be back again soon with more episodes. But in the meantime, we have a healthy back catalogue of podcasts available online. So please do check them out from IoT to blockchain to data analytics. The website is pwc.co.uk forward slash reimagine. Please subscribe to the series to get all your latest episodes and don't forget to rate and review. As I said, all our past content is available online. So until next time, thank you all for listening.